KYW Original Podcasts. This is KYW In-Depth. My name is Matt Leon. We've talked a lot about real estate on the podcast, but we wanted to get back to the topic, get a feel for what the market is like right now in Philadelphia as the COVID-19 pandemic drags on. Are people moving? How has the process of buying or selling a house changed in the midst of the pandemic? What are people looking for when they move? For answers to all these questions, we reached out to Maria Quattrone. She is the owner of Remax at Home in Center City and Maria Quattrone and Associates. Really interesting stuff. Give a listen. So let's kind of start in a broad way. What have the last five, five and a half months been like for you and your business? It definitely has been a challenge in the real estate sector. I mean, as you know, the real estate in Pennsylvania from March 20th to May 20th was closed. We were deemed non-essential for 60 days. So we had to figure out a way to still sell real estate without actually showing property. How difficult was that? It was tough. I will tell you that. Um, One thing that really set us apart, though, and that we were prepared was that back last year in August, we invested in 3D uh, cameras so that we could do 3D streaming live video. And the week that all this started to transpire, right before March 13th, around there, I said to my husband, who does all the tours, I said, whatever property we have that does not have a tour attached to it, I need you to go out and get the tour. I have a feeling that we might have some problems. I don't know what's going to happen. So he went out and the ones that we didn't have, he he got. So that, that was... Very lucky on our part that we invested in this back last uh, last summer and that we were already um, ahead of the market. And so we could provide the tours to the buyers and provide them for the sellers so that people could virtually walk through property and make a decision to buy. What was your impetus for making that investment back before the pandemic and and that? Did you just think that was the direction things were going to go or or what was behind that decision? No, we were actually at a REMAX broker owner conference and my husband is my business partner. He said, we should get this camera. And I said, "Mm, how much is it? (laughs) I said, let's get the camera. So we got the camera, but he's the one who you could go find those little new toys that are tools for our trade to, to move us forward. So um, it was all because of him. So how busy have you been? Let's compare to a year ago. Are you seeing the same number of, of people more or less? Has it grown as the pandemic has gone on? So for those for those months of April and May, it was very challenging to actually do new business. But what we were able to do was to line up a lot of opportunities for new listings so that once the uh, we were deemed essential again, we would be able to hit the ground running. And so we had seen um, some pent up demand. Because there was virtually in the Philadelphia metro market, there were about um, 75% less sales year over year for April, May. And then June started to pick up again. But year to year, we're about down about 30% in the marketplace. Fortunately for our company, we're actually up 
from where we were last year at this time. Uh, And that's due to a lot of things. (laughs) One, aggressively marketing to the community, being able to be more efficient in our time. We most of all of our first and second appointments are on Zoom with our clients. So we want to make sure that everybody is safe and healthy. And so we've taken precaution not to just go out to people's houses if we don't need to do that initially. That's the very last part of the process when we'll actually do the live staging consult, whether they're in the house or not. So we've been able to increase um, our business and what we're doing. And we're helping some folks move into Philadelphia and other folks move outside um, of Philadelphia into other areas across the country and also into um, the suburbs um, marketplace from downtown. Are you having any transactions happen where nothing is in person, where nobody, they just see the house on a virtual tour or, and don't go in until after the, the papers are signed? Have you had anything to that kind of extreme part of the spectrum? We actually did when we were deemed non-essential. We had a closing happen that the buyers were moving from uh, Maryland to Delaware County. And the reason why they were moving here is because they were being relocated uh, for a job at Boeing. So they purchased a home, uh, Delaware County, their home at that time was under contract in Maryland. So they didn't, they were, they had to buy and they closed. And they, the first time they walked into the home was the day um, after closing. Wow. That's trusting. (laughs) Well, you know, you see that, Matt, in a lot of secondary markets, um, vacation homes, people will buy vacation homes, um, sight not necessarily sight unseen, but walk through unseen until they get there. Um, It's not unheard of in those markets. So it had been being done, just not on a, this is my home where I'm going to live every day basis. So have you noticed is what people are looking for? Has it changed in the midst of this pandemic? Maybe things that six months, a year ago were ninth, 12th and 14th on the list of things people are looking for now are two, three, four. And conversely, things that used to be important, all of a sudden people don't seem as concerned with. Yeah. So the National Association of Realtors did some studies um, over the past couple months. And what they found right now, what people are looking for is, a third of the home buyers in the market want dedicated office space. If you think about that, that makes a lot of sense. Most people does, didn't have a home office unless they already worked from home. But now you have both two people, you know, uh, husband, wife, whatever, both working from home. And in some cases, somebody was in the basement working and somebody was at the kitchen ta- dining room table working. So people now want dedicated office, a third. A third want a yard or they want a bigger yard. They want a place where they can spread out. And 21% of the buyers in the market want a less dense neighborhood. Now, what does that mean? That could mean maybe they live in a a row downtown and they want to be in uh, East Falls uh, area and they would need a twin. Or maybe they're in a twin and they want to be in a single family home uh, with lots of space. Or maybe they're in a single family home with, with some space and they want to be rural. It just really depends on where they're coming from to what they're moving to, Uh, meaning the change in the, the, the type of location and space. 
do you see that day to day? A lot of people you're dealing with, have you noticed trends have changed into where everybody or where customers want to go? Like, uh, I would imagine, you know, the last couple of years, people have been looking to get into the city and now maybe you, you've got people, eh, you know what? It's a lot of people, like you were saying earlier, have you experienced that kind of firsthand? Yeah, hundred percent. I think people are people are not only looking to be able to spread out and be safe, but they're looking for things to do. A lot of the things in the city are closed. It's people that own vacation homes, whether that's in uh, the Poconos or the Jersey Shore, they have been spending their time there. They left the city months ago and are using their secondary homes as their primary residence, even though, I mean, they may not have changed that in from a tax perspective, but what I'm saying is they're physically working from there versus working from their home in town. And um, I think that that's something that's going to be for a, a little while here. Uh, if you look at the, what's happening at the shore market, I mean, my, my husband and I, we're, we're buyers. We're, we're active buyers right now for a shore home. And it's very, very busy down there. Um, this is the least amount of inventory I've ever seen. Prices are going up dramatically. And people want, you know, they want escape. They want some place where they can go. They can relax. Um, they can have some kind of, you know, quietness <laughs> and feel good. And it's really important right now that people are able to feel good because it's a tough time for all of us. How would you rate, and you talk about how prices on the shore, how would you rate the health of the Philadelphia real estate market right now? So in the majority of homes in Philadelphia and buyers in the Philadelphia market are between two hundred and four hundred thousand in the county. That's where you see all the buyers, and that's really where the most activity is, um, generally speaking. And even now, there's more activity in those price ranges than in the higher end of the market. Now, we talked about the camera you bought and how critical that's been. Has the pandemic forced you into any other changes in what you do? And are those changes going to stick around? I guess my, my question is, you know, you've had to adjust so many things because of the pandemic. Have there been things you've learned about the business model, the way you approach things that maybe you wouldn't have thought of if things were good? And you're like, you know what, this is this is actually better and, and more efficient. And this is going to stick around even when we get back to quote unquote normal. I think one of the things that will probably stick around for a, for a while will be the virtual closing. Um, buyers are coming to sign with the title company. Um, but sellers, which we did before, are doing deed packets in advance and they're signing them either at our office because we do have a notary here. But those things are make things more efficient. I think they will stay around. Now, a lot of people don't like that because they like celebration of at the table, but it's not really in today's day and age, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And I think that's one of the things that's going to definitely stick around. Um, the doing business on Zoom. I already use Zoom before all of this because I have meetings with people around the entire country that are in real estate. So I was already used to using Zoom, but I think Zoom is going to be a way that we are conducting initial meetings for some time. Um, it's more efficient. You can meet with, if somebody called me to meet today and I had to go, drive 45 minutes, I could, there's no way in my schedule it could happen. 
but I have two openings this afternoon in my schedule where I could actually get on a call on a Zoom and have a meeting with them about, you know, the sale of their home. And that would never have been able to happen. It could have been days before we had that meeting before, just from a standpoint of getting everybody on the same page uh, together. So that's something else I think that's going to stay around for some time. I don't think the 3D virtual tours are going to go away. Um, I do believe right now in the marketplace, there are less showings than there was in the past. And in the past, uh, a buyer could just call any agent and say, hey, I want to see this house. And most agents would say, okay, when do you want to go? One, people aren't doing that, meaning the agents aren't necessarily accepting that anymore. Two, if they're not pre-approved, because they would do this without being pre-approved. Now, you better be pre-approved because if you're looking in that price range of two to four, there's not as much inventory as there should be. And there's several reasons for that, and I'll explain that in a minute. But if you're looking at that price range, you better be pre-approved and ready to go. Otherwise, you're not going to get the property. So there's less showings because there's less looky-loos, meaning people that aren't qualified looking. So the amount of showings that we need to go to contract has decreased dramatically. And it, it actually makes me think, like, really, how many showings did we do and accept before from just other people, other agents looking with their clients who weren't pre-approved and were never maybe even going to buy anything? It's a hard number to figure out. Um, but I think that people want, you know, you have a third of the people who are still staying home, a third that are you know, very cautiously going about. And then a third are that are just going. So we definitely have less buyers and sellers in the marketplace. Something else happened. Homeowners, when this first started, the mortgage companies came out with forbearance. And forbearance says, okay, well, you can put your mortgage on hold. Doesn't mean that you don't have to pay it all. It means that it's on hold for right now. So some people, even though they could pay, called their lender and said, I want to do this for parents. They didn't understand what it meant. So now if that homeowner wants to buy, they're unable for a year. It's on your credit report. So the people that could have been a move-up buyer and could have maybe afforded to move this year, if they did that forbearance, they're out. If they did the forbearance, they can't do a refi unless they pay what's past due, and then they can actually do the refi. That means that there's less inventory on the market for people that maybe would have sold. And it's in that price range that that's basically occurring in the 200 to 400,000, which is why the demand is so high in those price ranges. Have you noticed a lot of buyers that maybe are hesitant or wouldn't be looking to to buy a house, but are driven by these low interest rates and want to get through that window while they can? I think if you have buying on the mind, it behooves you to to make a move, meaning to get everything together and to pull the trigger. Because I talked to one of my lenders yesterday and she said, She's getting people on who are doing in the high twos. And if they're refining, they're getting them into the 2.6 with a 15 year. Their payment is actually less than what they were doing with the 30 year fixed. 
So that's pretty crazy. You got 15 years instead of 30 years and the same payment. They just shaved 15 years off the life of their loan, which means all that money becomes equity in the house, which is very cool. I mean, and we don't know how long the interest rates will stay for, but I would suspect it's going to be for at least the next several months, at least through the end of the year. And final question. We've talked about all the changes, all the adjustments on the fly. Do you enjoy the job as much now as you did six months a year ago? Or has it has it changed so much in one direction? Do you like it more now? Do you like it? Do you still get as much joy from what you do as you did before all this? I personally do. Um, I personally have expanded what we're doing at our company. Um, I have a podcast called Be the Solution, where I interview real estate professionals, local business owners, and influencers in the marketplace. And I really enjoy helping other businesses grow their business Um, get the word out about what they're doing. And so it's not just about selling real estate because I do more than just that. Um, I think from a standpoint of the actual job itself, it's hard. It's way harder. And it's going to be because everything is taking so much longer. The lenders, the title companies, the buyers, the sellers. But that's what I signed up for. And that's what it is. And you have to roll with the punches and you got to be able... You have to be able to move quick, swiftly, and be transparent as possible with the buyers and sellers in the marketplace about what is going on, what's to be expected, and lead them down the path so that they can get what they ultimately hired you to do, and that's either seller or buyer. That's it for this episode of KYW In-Depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the Radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. 